You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greeks Gridiron. I am Ethan Hrsadulu, and today on this May 17th, 2022, we are talking the Washington Commanders and their draft grade for this year's 2022 NFL draft. So, my Commanders fans, make sure, comment down below. Let me know how you guys are feeling about this draft class. Who are some players you're excited about? Who are some players that you're maybe concerned about that you're wondering why they drafted? All the good stuff in between and everything in between. Comment down below and then make sure you hit that like button and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on all the other content I have coming your way for you guys as we roll through this very quiet and dry season of the NFL. There's not really a ton going on. There's just a few tidbits of things popping up here and there. So I'm rolling through draft grades for the next like few more weeks as I crank out all 32 teams in the NFL. So without further ado... Let's start talking to Commanders. We'll start with day number three. We'll work our way up into day number two and then cap things off with day number one. And I will give my final grade for the Commanders. So starting at the bottom here, when we're looking at day number three, rounds four through seven, we are looking at one, two, three, four, five picks all together. With those five picks, we have a couple of seventh rounders, a couple of fifth rounders, and a fourth rounder. We'll start with the seventh round picks and beginning with Christian Holmes, the cornerback out of Oklahoma State. Good-sized cornerback. The guy is at 6 feet, 201 pounds. Uh, he is definitely like a put-it-on-the-line type of cornerback. This is a guy that is not afraid to make that diving save to try to break up a pass between the wide receiver and that football. Uh, and it's, it's, a very, it's an exciting kind of play style because you know that he's not somebody who's just kind of going to let things happen in front of him. He, he, like, no, he's like an all-or-nothing type of guy, and he wants to see that ball get separated. Uh, he has a very physical play style, which honestly, almost like, it's like safety-esque in a way, and I've even seen some p- people note that, like, with the way his play style is, should he be someone who doesn't end, <clears throat> excuse me, end up working out at the cornerback position, he could more than likely end up as t- a type of, like, a-, a hybrid safety type deal where maybe he's playing somewhere in between those two roles or maybe just a full-time safety if it really isn't just working out at cornerback because he is a pretty pretty solid zone coverage guy but he does struggle when it comes to press man to man and that sort of stuff so he's suited for more of like off zone coverage so you would you would assume that if things don't work out safety might be something he could work with there and he does have that physical play style of a safety as well so this is a, a solid pick he's not the most polished corner and again there is like the possibility he doesn't work out at the position that he's drafted for but because he does have maybe some potential upside at safety I gave it a C solid selection and it is a team need the secondary did need some work over there for Washington and I think Christian Holmes is a good project type of player that they got there in day number three in the seventh round then we're looking at guard Chris Paul out of Tulsa. I gave this one a C minus because he is really he's a he's a project, 100% a project type of guy. He's big, he's long, 6'4", 323 pounds. He's got 33 and 5 eighths inch arms. So he is a very big frame, long guy, a prototype type of dude that you'd want to be the size that he is for an offensive lineman. He has really good football IQ and a solid understanding of techniques. But overall, from what I've read through scouting reports on him, it, a lot of people seem to be concerned with just his overall football movement and the way he uses his footwork and legs playing as a pass protector. So there's a lot of concern just with him being able to put it all together for it to ultimately be like worth the project that he is. Obviously, the commanders saw something in him because they did go and draft him here, but I don't really think you can get past the amount of concern that a lot of people were talking about. So like I said, I gave the pick a C minus. They did need some offensive line help. Brandon Scherf did end up leaving. And I'm not saying that this guy's going to replace Brandon Scherf, but 
he has all the like the physical tools you want to see. It's just a matter of can he put all the techniques and everything together. And when you look at that, it is a positive because you can't really teach physical tools. It's either you have them or you don't. Technique is something that you can learn. And he does have a really good football IQ from what people have said. So hopefully he's able to put it all together and be a serviceable guy for them. But I did give it a C- minus just because he seems like a very long type of project sort of guy. Then we go into Cole Turner, the tight end out of Nevada. This is actually a really exciting one, and I gave the guy a C-plus for his pick because, again, he's another project, but when you watch his game tape and you look at his size, he knows how to throw his body weight around. He's 6'6", 246, a monster of a man. He's a high pointer. He used to be a basketball player, and you can definitely see that on his game tape, the way he goes up for the football. Big, strong hands, really good catch radius. He has 33-inch arms, so very big dude. Uh, and overall, just able to really outmuscle defenders to go up for the catch. He def- He's a mismatch when it comes to playing corners. I've seen a handful of corners be set up on him, and it's absolute mismatch, especially in the red zone there. Uh, but he isn't the most amazing athlete. That's kind of like the big knock for him. But he, but like I said, he does know how to use his body weight, and he knows how to throw himself around and, ma- and make himself a mismatch. So... He does need to add some more true muscle to his frame. That was a big knock that I saw in some of the scouting reports regarding him. But overall, I think this is a really fun pick because this guy can, I think, potentially turn into a really serviceable tight end for them. I don't think there's really any rah-rah going on right now at the tight end position for Washington. So bringing a guy like Cole Turner, who in the fifth round brings you a lot of size, a really big body for someone like Carson Wentz, who may need a security blanket, who likes to throw to his tight ends. This would be a really fun one for him to go after and pair up with. And I think that this could ultimately work out for Washington. Like I said, I gave it a C plus, pretty good player, really good potential. Let's see what he turns into. Then in round number five, the very first pick of the fifth, uh, the fifth round here, quarterback Sam Howell. I gave this one a B. You got him in a really good spot. Some people were projecting him to go at the second round. Obviously, it seems like teams did not value these quarterbacks the way some people were anticipating them to. So I think getting Sam Howell in the fifth round is obviously an excellent selection there for them. Confident gamer type of play style. His confidence just oozes out from him and onto other players of the team. He has really good zip on the ball. He knows how to use his legs. Uh, he's a, he's a very solid raw kind of quarterback there, and he has some really awesome highlights. If you haven't sat down to watch Sam How- uh, Howell's like highlight film, check it out. It's really fun to watch. However, though, he is a smaller guy. He is six one two eighteen. Not the biggest dude, uh, and also he has a tendency to sail the ball. He has a pretty pretty strong rocket of an arm, and it almost seems like like he's still working on trying to rein that arm strength in and you can definitely see him sail a ball here and there when you're watching him play Uh, ball placement issues is another thing as well even when he has a guy like wide open he tends to put the ball in weird places at times so overall it's a really good selection because you picked him in in round number five when a lot of people really thought all these quarterbacks are going to be gone much earlier so you get a guy who could potentially be QB1 down the road if things Carson Wentz really don't work out I'm excited to see what Sam Howell does because I like Sam Howell and I like his I like the play style that he has that kind that like gamer style feel like you know he's just he you know he he he's a football guy and I really like the way he plays if he can rein in the accuracy stuff and and not sail the ball so much with that cannon of an arm that he has he could end up being a really good quarterback in the league and somebody that would be really fun to watch then their final day three selection, Percy Butler, the safety out of Louisiana. This guy is awesome. I gave this pick a B plus. He is a highlight hitter and will lay someone the hell out if he needs to. Great burst, 4.36 speed. He's pretty solid, uh, solid in coverage as well, and he's an excellent gunner on special teams. Anytime you can get a guy, especially in day three, who's actually a really good positional player 
and somebody who you know can contribute in special teams, you know you're getting yourself a really good pick here. And like I said, I gave him a B plus. Um, he has average anticipation. He's a little bit undisciplined against the play action. He bites on the fakes a little bit too much from what some people say. But overall, I really like this selection. I think he could be a really good guy for the back end of the of the defensive backs. And overall, if, if he, he is one of the best gunners in college football right now too. So if you can help strengthen up your special teams and you look at a guy like Matthew Slater and how long he's been in the league, and he's just a special teams specialist. That's his main role. Very rarely do you ever see him go out and catch a pass, and he's a wide receiver technically. If this guy even just works out as a premier gunner on special teams and he's like the 53rd, 52nd, 51st guy on the roster, so be it. He has some serious special teams potential and also with the coupled with the fact that he's a pretty good safety as well. Awesome pick for the Washington Commanders here. B plus for him. Overall, for my day three selection, I gave them a C plus. I think they'd had a solid grouping here. A lot of potential upside guys uh, and not too many like you can maybe bet on this guy being on the roster come, you know, training camp and going into the actual preseason uh, and excuse me, regular season, not preseason. But I do like some of the picks and I do like some of the potential in some of those picks. But C plus because there is a lot of just like banking on upside type of guys here. Then when we roll into day number two, we got a couple of selections here. We have Brian Robinson, the running back out of Alabama. He was in the third round. And then in the second round, we have Fadarian Mathis, the defensive tackle out of Alabama. For Brian Robinson, the dude is your typical Alabama running back. He is a tank. He will run through people. He does what Alabama running backs do. I gave the selection a B plus. He is a physical unit of a dude. 6'2", 225 pounds. He's got three down running back potential. This is someone who could literally be, I think he could be a day one starter, if I'm being quite honest with you guys. Uh, he makes guys miss early from time to time as well. So not only is he a big man, but there is definitely a handful of his highlights where you see him make that first guy miss, and then he's off to the races and busting through another couple of tackles before he's being brought down. Uh, there is obviously, though, the concern with his play style. You know with bigger backs, they're typically more willing to get into those hard and heavy battles with the defenders, and it typically leads to injuries. We kind of saw what happened with Derrick Henry this year, and I'm not saying that Derrick Henry is injury-prone or anything at this point because I still think he is an excellent running back, but that really physical play style tends to wear down on running backs a lot quicker than the the more like scat-back, elusive type of guys. They tend to go a little bit longer, so... He could be an absolute dog. Don't get me wrong. I really think that he's going to be effective, and I, and I think that Washington knows that. Again, he's a typical Alabama running back, big dude, powerful dude. He can get the job done all three downs. It's just a matter of like using him well and making sure you're not you know burning the treads off the tires in the first year or two of his career. Then for Federian Mathis, this dude is awesome. Nasty play style. That was the first thing that I thought when I was watching some of his game tape. Great versatility. He's played inside, outside. I mean, like, you can line him up all over in odd and even fronts. He can play literally every position if you really needed him to. Uh, he's a two-gap guy as well. I've seen him take on a handful of double teams and fight his way through them to still get to the quarterback. If you can get yourself a guy like this in the second round, I mean, go ahead and do it. And the Washington Commanders did. Uh, he was rated as a third-round guy, but I really like the selection regardless. I think that Federian Mathis, he's going to bring a lot to a defensive front that has had a lot of first-round selections brought in for uh, for the Commanders already. And I think he's just going to add to that unit and continue to keep them fortified and strengthened. This is a really good selection. And 
Washington has had a very good defensive line for the last few years. And I think that a pick, and they did kind of take like a slight step back this past season. A pick like this will bring them right back to that spot where they were, I think, just a couple of years ago when they were almost single-handedly beating Tom Brady and the Buccaneers because of their defensive front. I gave that an A-. minus. Their overall day two, I gave them a B plus. Really good couple of players here. Really excited to see what they do. I think Brian Robinson should be really good, and I think Fedarian Mathis is going to be an excellent addition to that already stacked defensive front. And then going into day number one, in round one, pick number 16, we got Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver out of Penn State. I am very jealous as a Colts fan that you guys got Jahan Dotson. I'm Honestly, pretty surprised at where he got picked. He was considered a day two guy, but it was clear once the draft was over and conversation was going on, a lot of teams valued Jahan Dotson more than I think a lot of the scouts realized, or at least like the media scouts all realized. So this guy, I mean, and he's awesome. I, I, he was someone that I would want, I wanted to see the Colts go after. He was definitely a player I was hoping to see be on the board whenever the Colts were picking for their first selection, but obviously he wasn't. But, I mean, the dude's a great athlete. He's fluid. He changes gears quickly. He's shifty. He's a punt return guy. Like, he can do a lot. And you can, and you can see it in his game tape. Just, like, the, the amount of – just, like, his athleticism was a step above a lot of the players that he was, you know, trying to avoid on the defensive side of the football there. Play strength is really his biggest concern. He's noted for being a guy that gets brought down by arm tackles a little more often than you'd want him to see. But, I mean, his ability just to, to make guys miss, run after the catch. I mean, and he, again, he couples as a return guy as well. You could have him, you know, play that out there in the beginning of his career as well as he takes mold and shape as a true maybe number one or even at worst like a number two wide receiver because I think at worst he's a number two. But I think he could really turn into a number one. He's an excellent pairing with Terry McLaurin and – Depending on how good Jahan gets and, you know, if McLaurin starts to age out or whatever, I think Dotson's a guy that could replace him. So, uh, but that's not what I want to see happen. I like McLaurin. Commanders fans, I love McLaurin. Let me make that clear. Uh, But yeah, overall, this is an excellent selection. Even if some people considered him to be uh, a day two guy, I'm not really, I don't really blame Washington for taking him where they did. I mean, if you really like John and you knew how many other people really liked him and you wanted to take him, take him because I think he has really good potential upside and I think he's already a really good player as is. Gave the pick an A minus, so they get an A minus for day one. And my overall grade for this draft for the Washington Commanders, I settled at a solid B for the grade. Uh, after averaging out all my numbers and everything, uh, especially with the C plus in day three, I thought a B was a really good grade to go at. There's a lot of just like potential upside in day three where the majority of their selections are. And you're really hoping that some of those guys can turn into the football players you think they can be, but because you're banking on so much potential upside in those day three selections, it does weigh things down a little bit. But if I was grading like just day two and day one, this is like a B plus a minus draft for them, but you got to consider those day three selections as well. But this is a really good group of players overall. I'm honestly pretty excited to see what the commanders can do uh, as a Colts fan. Uh, I was not too thrilled with the way things worked out with Carson Wentz. I hope the best for him over there in Washington. And I think that having Jahan Dotson and an excellent wide receiver in Terry McLaurin should help him out and see, you know, we'll see what he does there. Uh, but best of luck to my commanders fans. Hope you guys uh, enjoy your draft selections. I appreciate you all for watching. Let's hope for the best for these guys and I'll see you guys in the next video. Have a good one.